Hey everybody, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Action Coffee. Action Coffee is the home of Amplified Coffee. It's an MCT-infused coffee that will support your keto diet, your low-carb, high-fat diet. It's a great way to start the day and fuel your life. I love drinking Action. I've been drinking it for a long time. I love the people behind Action. Give it a shot. It's how I fuel my morning. Go to drinkaction.com right now. Use promo code Danny at checkout. Get 12% off your order and enjoy Action Coffee. This episode is also brought to you by Well Vibes Organic CBD. CBD is super hot right now. There's a bunch of different ways we can go out and legally purchase CBD, but I want to put you in the direction of some of the best quality CBD that's out there right now, and that's Well Vibes Organic. Go to wellvibesorganic.com right now. Use promo code Danny at checkout. You'll get 20% off your order of CBD. Now, there's a handful of different ways that you can use CBD. Why would you want to use CBD? So that you could de-stress, so that you can relax. It's an anti-inflammatory aid that is going to help you just feel better physically and mentally. Get your brain in that parasympathetic state. You can use it in balm form. You can use it in tincture form. Now, uh, Well Vibes Organic has gummies, they have vapes that are coming out. There's so many different ways that you can take in CBD, uh, and it's just really good for you. So go to wellvibesorganic.com right now, use promo code Danny at checkout, get 20% off your order. And finally, this episode is brought to you by Formula Nootropics. Now, Nootropics is a cognitive enhancer. It helps me get going. It helps me be as creative as I possibly can and kind of think outside the box and bring new perspectives to living. That's my goal. I want to feel good. I want to feel integrated. I want to feel like I'm doing what my calling is. And I feel like using Nootropics kind of get me to live a truthful exciting, fulfilling, motivated, inspiring life so I can show people what it feels like and how to kind of live a truthful life, a passionate life. If nootropics is right for you or you want to give nootropics a try, please go to www.getmyformula.com. Take the little quiz and see which formula stacks are right for you and you'll be on your way to thinking on higher levels. I firmly believe that. And now, welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Danny Cola. This episode was a super fun episode to record. I get to talk with my girl, Lori Verda, somebody who is a pioneer of using the steel mace and teaching people unconventional methods of exercise. We have a great conversation about how the steel mace has impacted her life, clients' lives. Again, this is something that I'm, I'm genuinely interested in introducing the world to and teaching people these different modalities of moving. We talk about how this really affects the, the physical body, the mental body, the, uh, the ways that it can change your perspective and, and force your body to break away from its bad habits and imbalanced areas and kind of strengthen those areas up. We go a little deeper and talk about um, what's actually happening in the body when we're working with the steel mace using the offset weight and how it actually translates to everyday life. It's, it's very interesting and I'm going to keep talking about it because this is something that I think the world needs. We have so many doctors and dietitians and nutritionists and different people out there that are quote unquote helping us 
you know, live a healthier lifestyle, and yet we are the sickest we've ever been. However, I'm an optimist, and I tend to think in a positive way, and I really think that this is the best time to be alive because we are sharing information, and it just, I mean, what, what separates the people that are healthy and not healthy are the people that are willing to try something new and learn new things, and I think the steel mace is something that uh, we need to talk about because it can really be a value to people, and it's very practical, it's very uh, simple. It's, you know, once you learn the techniques, it can be a tool that you can have in your house that you can just use every so often so you can get some movement in to start the day. Maybe you have a steel mace at work. Okay, now I'm getting a little crazy. <laughs> uh, enjoy the podcast, everybody. It's a joy to talk to Lori. Lori is an amazing person. People talk extremely high, highly of her, and I know why, because she's smart. And she's somebody that can really teach this tool to people and really change their lives. And she's changing people's lives. It's evident when you hear people talk about how, uh, how special an individual she is. And you'll you'll know once you hear this podcast. Enjoy the show, everybody. Reach out to Lori on Instagram at lverda1. And watch this woman swing around the mace. It's, it's inspiring and uplifting. So enjoy the show, everybody. Reach out on my Instagram, Danny Cole Fitness. I hope you enjoy the podcast, as always. Awesome. Okay, Lori Verda, Viking Ninja, Steel Mace Women, Viking Ninja Women. Uh, We just got done with the Viking Ninja weekend a couple weekends ago now, and uh, it was amazing. What were your thoughts on the White Belt Certification Weekend to start us off? I thought it was incredible. Um, I was, uh, once again, I'm, I'm never surprised i'm always impressed um it was uh you know it was so thorough it was so i think what struck me the most was after it was over um the week following i noticed on the social media the instagrams of so many people that were there um how much energy they were still carrying with them after that weekend Dude, um, that is so true. I, I will attest to that because like I you know, we went out to eat afterwards yeah. together and just like sitting around everybody talking, shooting the shit. Like I was so excited to get to work on Monday and like start doing different things and all these ideas start like coming in my head. It's it's really crazy. Yeah, it really was um it's hard to articulate. Um it it just it was so you, it was just, it was palpable that people had been affected, you know, that they had clearly during the, um, warrior spirit test had obviously gotten themselves to a place where they were able to truly realize their potential and draw something out of themselves that affected them for the remainder of their week. And, and I'm sure beyond, but that was what struck me the most from that, from that weekend. Um, second, of course, to, you know, I mean, the content, just all of it that, that was, that was delivered to us was tremendous. 100%. 100%. Yeah. The, so going back to the warrior spirit test, yeah. I, re- I really like the way that's structured. I, yeah. I'm, you know, like the whole having a partner and kind of like counting them through this repetition in a certain time frame. it really does test you physically and mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like doing it with, you know, like I said, with a partner and everybody in the room, the energy is pretty filled and like it's just it's really it is electrifying. It's very interesting. And yeah. then obviously the content. And you know, breaking down something like a steel mace is it's so unique. Um 
So, you know, we've talked before, you've been on the podcast before, um, working with a steel mace, uh, being in the bodybuilding world, being a trainer for a long time, what was your like first impression of it? And how did you, you said you ordered it by accident. I remember that, but like, what was your, what was your first impression when you started like using it and swinging it around? You know, initially, um, it was, it was quite challenging. It was much more challenging uh, in real life than it was through some of the content I had seen online about it. Um, I was struck by, however, how quickly I mentally engaged. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not somebody that's big on meditation. I mean, I very much believe in it. I just don't practice it traditionally very well, very often. And it's always been something I've wanted to explore more. Um, but I often find that I'm better at doing that through movement. And mm-hmm. as soon as I started working with the steel mace and realized that, you know, you need to create tension and you need to re- maintain tension the entire time that you're working out with it, really just immediately got my mind, you know, dialed in and engaged. And that was one of the first aspects of it that I noted that I thought was different, at least for me, than any other tool I'd worked with previously. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, physical energy levels throughout your day? I mean, you live the life of a, of a trainer training hours, I'm, I'm assuming in the morning and yes. in the evening, right? Yes. So, uh, you know, you're going through the journey with so many people throughout the day and it requires a ton of energy. Yes. Do you feel like ever since working with the mace, like you're like you're your energy levels are just maintained at this like high point, like my, at a steady point throughout the entire day. My entire fitness level and my entire mental capacity and my entire emotional state has been tremendously affected by working with the steel maze. My physical capacity, of course, and my strength. Um, there's just gains I've made in strength that I, I don't, it's not, I haven't really changed my you know, formula and routine other than applying the mace and applying traditional strength and conditioning principles to the mace. And so, um, you know, I, there's, there's the, the fact that it's a long lever, that it's asymmetrically loaded, that you have to work your grip strength, that you're dialed in, you know, it just challenges your nervous system to such a degree that there's no way it doesn't condition your capacity as a human you know what I mean? Oh, dude, I totally know what you mean. And now that you're you're saying those words out loud, yeah. you know, it resonates with me because I totally feel the same thing. You know, I, I got a busy day too. I'm I talk with probably like 150 people a day with between my students and clients and my my athletes and other colleagues and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm constantly having these different conversations at different levels with different people in different settings all the time. And I I will totally agree with that. Ever since I've been using the mace, and I I don't I mean I don't work out super long anymore, but every day I'm throwing it around doing some sort of unconventional style movement and like my capacity to to engage my capacity to like keep my emotions in check and my energy level it's really been at an all-time high not to mention Lori like the ideas that I've been coming mm-hmm. up with, the, 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 the perspective I have on certain things lately, I feel has been dramatically increased. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, no, absolutely. It's I, for me, for myself, this, 
the way I would manage any sort of stress or anxiety, I've, during the course of the first year of working with it, anytime I would feel, you know, just kind of caught up in my head, I would grab it. I would mm-hmm. do switch squats. I would do swings. I would pick some drill I had, I had learned in the, um, you know, Viking Ninja curriculum and thought, okay, I'm going to practice this. I'm just going to drill this and just really work on good form and solid reps. And I would notice that as soon as I did that, and it might only be 10 or 15 minutes, I would put it down. And it was like, I went from a 10 to a four, you know? And so I, to your point, um, in terms of, you know, mental health, mental wellness, just how we, how we manage our emotions, we manage day-to-day stress, we manage people, all the energy that we take in and that we put out. It's incredible the power that um, that tool has, you know. Yeah, for real, yeah. man. So you, you were a bodybuilder. You have, you have experience in that, in that world. Um, how long were you training with conventional methods prior to picking up some of these unconventional methods? So I really only, I've done four shows and, um, I started training for the first, my first bikini in, um, let's see, April or May of 2017. So it was the year of 2017 and 2018 part of it that I, that I did those shows. So that was like a year and a half of pretty traditional, you know, well-structured bodybuilding routine. Um, which was very different from what I've been doing previously. And um, then I added the mace in, in 2018 and it just, it just had this crazy effect. I started using it as a finisher to my traditional body, uh, bodybuilding routines, which would be body part splits. And so if it was legs, I came up with a leg finisher. If it was shoulders, I did a shoulder finisher, Hmm. you know, and I started to notice these aesthetic changes and, um, then I sort of drifted away completely from, you know, dumbbells, machines, anything that I was integrating that was considered more traditional during those two years and really made my training a hundred percent body weight, kettlebells and steel mace. And that just next leveled everything. For sure. Where did you see the, the biggest changes aesthetically once you started adding the mace? Like where did you make the biggest jumps from in your bodybuilding career? Upper body, upper body and core. Upper body and core, just like more defined, yep. more popping. Yes, yes. The last time that I stepped onto stage, um, I had been working with the mace for probably four to six months. And as I had heard from my coach at the time, the feedback from the judges was about my shoulders, how they were they were my strongest feature and um, had bumped me up actually in a division, in an open class where I was... 20 years older than the gals that I am. Hell up yeah, in. Lori. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> <kinda> cool. <laughs> um, but so that was, you know, that was, it was clear, at least for women, you know, we house our power typically in our lower bodies and um, tend to have to work a little bit harder to build strength and definition in our upper bodies. And, and then, you know, your core, I think women, I think men too, but I'm just speaking for women at this moment are always working on shaping their core, having it be stronger, feeling stronger, looking leaner. And those two uh, parts of my body were what I noticed the greatest change in. That's awesome. Uh, So like overall, huh? The judges were just like, 
like the yeah, shoulders are just bulging out. Yeah, your shoulders are jacked as heck right there, man. <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, yeah. it's I mean, obviously, like, there's so much shoulder mobility that's going on when you're doing 360s and just regular hand switches and uppercuts and, and yeah. what have you. Yeah. But, like, it's good, it's good yeah. to hear that because, you know, I want like part of my goal with the podcast and Viking Ninja and Steel Mace and all this stuff is like to connect this with like everyday people that are doing, you know, everyday things, but like also integrate it in other sports and, and other like, you know, parts of fitness, like bodybuilding, football, whatever. Like it's got a oh, place, absolutely. it's got a place and it's going to help people optimize whatever it is that they're doing. I think so. It a hundred percent does. And for me personally, and there's so many different ways to work with the mace, as we all know, um, for me personally, for whatever reason, I started to lean towards heavier mace work. And um, there's no doubt that that played a role as well in just sort of making me stronger. Um, but also pushing that threshold helped me, not just with that physical strength, but that mental strength, you know, mm -hmm. to, in preparation. We have a lot going on in our life on a personal level this year. And, um, you know, I've had to really make sure that I feel solid and grounded and prepared every single day because um, I have people dependent on me and I'm dependent on myself and I'm making, you know, transitions. And I, I really do attribute it to my work with the steel mace. Yeah, for sure. So you, you said you're getting into heavy steel mace. Um, mm -hmm. what, how do you structure your, your workouts? Do you just pick it up and like, kind of go through like some different movements that you're just feeling, or do you still do reps and sets, like carry something over from bodybuilding days lately? I do. Uh, no, oh, yeah, I'm go sorry. ahead. I'm sorry. No, I do do reps and sets and I periodize. I basically apply very traditional strength and conditioning principles to the steel mace. Okay. So cool. I go, so I set it up like, you know, um, there's macro cycles and, mesocycles and I figure out, okay, for this four to six weeks, here's my goal. Here's what I'm going to work with. And then the next period, this is what I'm going to do. So I've, I've played with it. Not, you know, not knowing, not having something to pull from. Um, I've sort of just implemented that to see what happened and found that it, it had a very similar effect if I was working with a different tool only even more so because it has these other features that are so unique. Yeah, very interesting. So how so did you set it up at like lightweight in the first mesocycle and then progressively get heavier or were there yes. like drop sets or how did that work? There was everything. Um, I mean, because this is over the course of over a year. Uh -huh. So of course I started with the 10 and worked my way up to a 15. And I used the measure for heavy mace. I used my measure as my 360s. So in other words, when I went up in a weight um, in my 360, so if I was able to swing um, a 20 pound, when I got to the point where I could swing the 20, then the 15 became my, my, my steel mace load for everything else that I did. Switch squats, you know, battle lunges, anything else I did. So every time I went up to a heavier mace in the 360, the next size down was what became my normal. So I was able to gradually increase the load. And then within, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Howard Bowens talks about that a lot. And uh, yeah. yeah, he's got the, a very similar structure, which is, again, another cool parallel. Like we all know each other and we're all like bouncing ideas off each other and like kind of spreading this throughout 
you know, you know, different areas of Chicago and the Midwest and the United States yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. but yeah, like that's a cool, that's a cool way to think about it. I will say this, um, there's different, you know, it, I think it depends what movements you're doing and are you going into just heavier mace stuff? Or are you staying at, you know, I mean, everybody can do whatever they're going to do. I did find for myself, um, I also integrated a lot of accessory work to uh, reinforce the structures and the connective tissue in particular so that I didn't wind up injured. I didn't start having strains and sprains and all kinds of problems because, you know, like anything, you're, you're wielding this tool around your body. It puts mm-hmm. a lot of, of stress on your hands and your wrists and your elbows and your shoulders. So you need to keep those in an optimal state so that you can yeah. tolerate that, that, that conditioning and training. So what kind of auxiliary lifts are you talking about? You know, or... um, uh, lots of tricep work, honestly. Okay. A lot of core work where I really worked on hollowing, a hollowing drill on the floor, for example. Tons where I just patterned and patterned how to avoid a rib flare, how to engage that core. Um, basic rotator cuff and scapular stabilization drills. So I, okay. I kind of took all the parts that we need that are – you know, at play in concert when you're doing some of the steel mace moves. And I broke them down individually and made sure they were conditioned properly so that when I asked them all to work together, everybody was online and showing up. That's super smart. I am taking notes right now because that (laughs) I'm serious. That's like something that's going to like fire in my brain right there and stay because, you know, like as I, as I get really interested in this and I introduce this mace to people with my, with my new uh, business that I'm starting up in Oak Park, like I want to deliver this as safe as possible and with, you know, the most efficiency and, and, and I want it to be effective for people. And I want people to just feel what we're feeling, you know? what i'm saying yeah. like when we when they, when they're feeling this and you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. they're going to be excited on another level and it's going to contribute to the world in a, a lot of good ways hopefully and i think we need that like our generation needs to save shit yeah. <laughs> and we're only gonna we're only gonna save shit if we're feeling good about things yeah. and yeah. you know the steel mace is gonna help do that and i want to do this the right way i don't want to you know i don't want to i want to keep learning so people you know, talking to people like you and getting that information is extremely valuable like i told you earlier today it's going to be very very valuable for a lot of people this conversation yeah. for sure no. that's awesome Thank you. um so Let's let's transition. Um, you're 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 physically transitioning. You're you've lived in Chicago. You've built a business in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now you're going down to Texas. Mm-hmm. Can you explain uh, at all about how that transition is go- has been going for you? Sure. It's been um, wow. It's been unique. You know, it was it was very. I we've toyed with this as a family for a few years. This isn't like it just popped up, but I've always mm-hmm. I always used to say, you know what. I've worked as a trainer in Chicago for 20 years. I've had a majority of my clients 10 to 15 years. I can't leave my business. I can't start over. I'm too old. I can't do this. And honestly, when I started training in the Viking Ninja system and I got to know um, Isak and TJ and Zane and Jimmy and Aaron and everybody who's part of it and the system itself, and I thought, wow this is a really powerful community and this is a really cool thing. And then I started to train and get stronger mentally and physically. All of a sudden, all those fears, all those um, obstacles that I had positioned myself started to fade. And I thought, why not? 
you're not getting any younger. Your son's at the right age. Um, you know, Joe loves to golf. Like he's over this weather. He's done with this. You know, I've got dogs who need to be outside. So, you know, it's like, um, I'm with, (laughs) I want to be outside. I can't stand being inside anymore. And so, um, it's just been, I attribute all this training to my, my mindset so that I could take on this transition in life and not be overwhelmed and broken by it, but rather very excited and looking forward to it. Um, it's never easy to say goodbye to people. It's never easy. You know, I'm sure you get this as a trainer, as a coach, yes. you know, you, yes. you share so much with people and, And for me, a lot of my folks have been with me training two to three times a week for so many years that we literally know more about each other that maybe our families know about us. And so there's, it's hard. Sure. It's hard to say goodbye, but you know, they know I'm not, I'm not gone forever. I'm in, I'm just in a different place. And with technology, there's so many ways to, to do things now. And Bingo, and they've, yeah. they've watched, my clients have watched me work with the steel mace and the Viking Ninja system for the last year. And they're like, with their, they recognize that it just, it just affected me. It's the best way I can describe it. It just touched me in such a way that I was like, I have to follow this trajectory in my life. I'm absolutely supposed to do this. <laughs> so. Yeah, dude. Amen. Good, good for you. This is a, uh, an exciting opportunity for you. And yeah. Like all the, the, the growth and, and change that you've instilled in people that's evident, you know, like just hearing the people at the Viking Ninja weekend talk so highly of you, like, and just like kind of feeling that energy in the room, it, it, it shows. And like, now it's changing in you and you're going to have like a crazy new experience. And this just means that this journey is meant to be, and you, you have a lot more people to impact with you know your information your your inspiration and, and all that so congratulations and i'm so glad this is happening this is great and uh, i'm gonna make my way down to texas to see all of you eventually Absolutely. so when when uh when uh is it official I am, well i will be leaving um chicago in probably early august um we will be uh we'll be transitioning to the suburbs here of in Chicago for a little bit for a few months before we head down there. But then come August, we are down there and it's go time. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. So um, then what's the plan? You're going to be doing, you know, workshops and, and so how is that going to work out? You know, I, all the details um, are not you know, necessarily fully revealed yet. <laughs> I'll, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. Um my personal goal, and I think it's it's public knowledge, is to develop into a coach for the Viking Ninja system and to just continue to evolve within it. And, and you know, you can always learn more and you can always do more. And yeah. I have so much more to learn. And every time I learn a little bit, I put it out there and I share it because I know what it did for me and I know what it can do for other people. Um, so when I'm down there, you know, having the opportunity to be closer to um, Viking Ninja Academy and being able to be there on a daily basis will be awesome because it will just help, you know, my own evolution as, as becoming a coach for the system and just a better coach in general um, and seeing where it goes from there. But it, it houses a lot of opportunity. Awesome. That's great. Mm -hmm. Super exciting. Um, 
let's transition a little bit here. I'm reading this book right now called yes. Anatomy Trains. I have. have so when I was back in my Equinox days, I was um, part of the Tier 4 coaching program, and I actually got to sit with Tom Myers over a um, two-day period with some of my peers. And I... He's, he's so articulate, man. That guy, and he, he, he breaks things down simply if you watch it. Some he's of his insane. YouTube videos. I was telling Howard about it because that was probably like 10, 12 years ago. And it was so new. And, and people were kind of like, what? Why are you talking about fascia? You know, that's just the stuff you yeah. cut through or your foam roll. And, you know, you already could hear this man's mind is insane. Right. And um, mm-hmm. yes, it, it is a book. I, I still, I don't feel that you ever feel like you've mastered it, you know? <laughs> no way. I'm like, I'm, I, I'm reading, I'm sitting there staring at page six for like three days. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And like examining every like second of that text and then looking at the pictures and then reading yeah. the shit underneath. And it's hard for me to read. Like I, I'm, I'm a better yes. auditory learner and like, it's good to you know challenge my brain that way, but like I'm seriously studying page by page and like going nice and easily through this and trying to piece together things I read from the book to these different body weight movements that we do in Viking yep. Ninja, and then you know these you know these different lines, these planes, and and how each movement from the steel mace would work and how that you know how that kind of comes right. together. You know, like I'm trying to like piece it together mentally, but like you said, there's so much more yes. that we could learn. You know, it's pretty wild. And like the effect it actually has on like just your overall well-being, like we're, we're talking about, like we're talking about our emotions, we're talking about our energy, mm-hmm. our mood, you know, the way we think about things and the way like we can keep, uh, you know, our, our anxiety levels down, depression down. That's all like it part is. of I'll this, isn't it? I'll tell you something. I was teasing a client the other day because he was working and he was working really hard. We were doing half hour steel mace session and um, he took a break to get water and he ha- I grabbed the mace from him. And I was like struck because the thing felt literally like it was on fire. And I said to him, I'm like, how's your morning going? (laughs) You know, he's like, it's been pretty intense and stressful. And I said, well, I know this is going to sound a little out there and maybe kind of weird to you. I'm like, but I can tell because whatever's coming out of your body is literally remaining on the mace because I could feel it. It was so hot. And you know, there's just wow. something about, of course, there's the heat generated just from working hard. I get that. But but there is something, sure. um, there's all these other structures that I think are really, we're at that point in the fitness industry and in the wellness community that we are no longer brushing to the side, but we are starting to examine in more detail and recognize that they have a much, much greater effect, if not the greatest effect, um, than we've given them credit for. Your connective tissue, your nervous system, you know, the fascial, the meridian lines, all of that. Um, mm-hmm. And that there's there's an electrical component, you know, there's this communication component. Um, I, I think that if we step back and we look at fitness, at the extension of fitness being, you know, wellness, that understanding these systems is only going to position us to treat that, to treat people, you know, more effectively in the future. 
Oh, 100%. You know, that that's why I'm so adamant about doing what I'm doing. And like to see these crazy changing effects what? in my clients, you know, and I, I, I like not not just like getting fit and, you know, dropping body fat and looking at and having nice shoulders, but, you know, they want to get off their medications. They want to start businesses. They want to do all these things and like it's fueling me it's 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 like making me ask all these questions and like i'm not i don't read a whole ton but like i bought the anatomy trains book and i'm like what the fuck is going on here and then how can i how can i teach young trainers to look at fitness from this perspective and kind of like change the the percept the perception of what it means to be healthy and to be fit and exercise and you know you don't have to go to a gym or you don't have to talk about your cardio before after your weights or whatever it is like you know talk about fitness for you know the priority it is to to keep your mind and body you know in a good state so that you could function you know optimally and like take i like to say this take in the information from from the environment at at the purest yeah totally you know what i'm saying because um my clients have all different goals i mean some it's just they're like, just keep me from falling apart, Laura, you know, or keep me from being yeah. injured. And some it's weight loss. And, but what's funny is anytime we work with the steel mace, those conversations cease. It becomes like, I just want to master this movement. Okay. Am I, you know, and things like, cause I don't have mirrors in our studio. So my clients really have to use all their proprioception, um, outside of that visual, um, to, to, become aware of where their body is in space. And so it just, you can see it just becomes this whole other thing that to your point completely transcends, you know, my body fat needs to be such and such. My weight needs to be such, you know, it's like, they're not even thinking about that. They're in a whole nother place. And by the way, I think I may have mentioned to you this, um, to you one of the previous times that we were chatting, but I don't know if you've experienced this, but I love one of the first times that you actually work with somebody with the steel mace and they start to get maybe a switch down or they start to just get even holding it statically. And I love how it goes quiet. I don't know if you experienced that, but my quiet, it's like this real crazy sort of calm and quiet comes in, even with the most um, high stress individuals, high energy individuals. And there's always this smile and there's this look in their eyes. And I know when I see that, that they get what I, why I'm so into it, you know, I don't know. Hmm. No, I never, I never thought about that. I never really, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's really awesome. And now I'm going to look for that now that, you know, I'm going to get kids involved in the mace. I'm going to try to get as many athletes as I can involved and, you know, not just the mace, but like other unconventional tools like sandbags. And, you know, I got into the kettlebell first and I still love the kettlebell. I love moving around and, uh, and now I'm getting really into the clubs and I don't know, man, I just feel I, you know, we, like I said that multiple times, it's, it's just been, it's been so fun to, to exercise and I, and I don't really structure it anymore. Like I used to reps and sets, like I just pick up a tool Mm -hmm. that I feel like picking up Mm -hmm. and like move my body and, and breathe Mm -hmm. and connect to the ground and, you Mm -hmm. know, break a little bit of a sweat. I am like so Mm -hmm. supercharged for the Mm day. No, absolutely. It's amazing because my son is seven and, you know, he's getting into sports and he's sort of at that age where it's like some of the kids that really want to start playing and moving forward in some of these sports are starting to head that direction. And 
he loves, he, he picks up my seven pound all the time. He's grabbing the kettlebells. He's crawling around like a bear. And I'm just thinking to myself, God, I wish I had done that. You know, I wish we had had that. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, man. Like, oh, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about these basic body movements and like alignment of the spine and how getting kids to learn these movements early on is not only going to have an effect on like how much energy they're expending, but like how their brain is going to develop for the better as they start to age and think in different ways and go through oh, yeah. the I process mean, it's of crazy development. Because if you look at it, the way the world is moving now, I, I, in my opinion, technology is literally becoming an extension of the human being. And we are wrestling with our human side and our technology side. You know what I mean? We're all, we're dialed in. We have to think mm-hmm. faster. We have to see things in a different dimension. We have different stressors and pressures. And I don't think that we're even understanding how deeply it is probably truly affecting us. At the same time, we have to unplug and then we have to go human. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. yes, no, I know. And it's, yeah. it's hard for these young kids because as they're like trying to figure out who they are, a lot of time they're in their phone oh. and I see it, dude, I'm in the high school. And like when there's a group of kids kind of just like hanging in yeah. one spot, waiting for the bell to ring, you know, let's say there's 20 of them there, you know, 10 of them, 11 of them, 12 of them are staring down in the phone yeah. or they have headphones in. So the time where they're supposed to be conversing and developing language and learning how to communicate, they're not. And is that going to play a role in a negative way down the line as they get older? I don't know. But it, they're, they're not com- com- right. uh, you know, connecting with people as much as, you know, I guess our generation, but I don't want to sound like an old. No, but, you know, but it is interesting. Like and, you, and obviously you were there during that test. It is incredible that you can have 30, 35, I'm not sure exactly how many people were in that room, but you can have that many people in a room going through, you know, we were all at a different pace or a different place in the test, but it was like we were connected to each other. You know what I mean? Yes. No, for sure. There's definitely something to that. There's There's something to that. And I think that if you look at the steel mace, you look at unconventional training, when you look at all the different systems that are out there that, you know, have a method of, of applying it, you're really speaking to something greater which is there is a way to get a group of humans together and have them move these tools, use these tools, whether it's structured or unstructured, and connect. Connect to themselves, connect to the earth, connect you know, to each other. And I truly think as, as, a, as a mom, and I only have one, and I'm trying to wrestle with you know, turn off Fortnite and <laughs> like be a kid, you know, um, and the fact that you can't remove, I can't remove all technology because that's not going to be his future. His future is going to have a lot of it, right? Um, yeah. That there is a place for people like your, yourself and myself and all of us that are being educated in this, that we will be providing a very important tool and use for people that I think will help them manage life life in, in the future very well. Um, if they, if they, you know, subscribe to this, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for sure, yeah. for sure. Like the, you know, being connected, exercising movement, breath patterns, yeah. you know, quality, quality sleep, you know, quality nutrition, that social aspect, you know, yeah. doing purposeful things like that, that is, uh, in itself, like, 
it's healing. It's yeah. it's human. It's connecting. It's uh, like you said. It's it's more than that. It's a higher thing, um, and it's something I've, I think about a lot. You know, I like to think about this omnipresent power, mm-hmm. and you know, I listen to a lot of Aubrey Marcus and and you know the guys from On It, mm-hmm. and you know they they talk about meditation and, and the psychedelic journeys and shamanic uh, you know adventures or whatever, mm-hmm. and like you listen to that stuff, and it's very interesting to think about. You know, and a lot of times you hear them say, like, we are all one, mm-hmm. you know, we are all connected. And that's what these people talk about in crazy psychedelic ad- adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, it's 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 interesting. And I think that uh, the more we realize we're more, you know, we're we're more alike than we are different, mm-hmm. then we're going to start to grow and save some shit. Like I was saying earlier. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, so you, you're you, you said that your mom. Yes. Uh, how important is it to you know, for women, uh, to use this, you know, like to use this, this exercise tool, um, what does it say for, you know, for women and, and, you know, strength and empowerment and, and all that, like how important is it for moms to find something like this? I think it's very, very important. I think that there's a lot that happens in the mom community that is not discussed and, um, is sort of joked and sort of pushed down, it's it's stressful, right? We live in a different time in a world. Um, for a lot of us, our support network isn't maybe what it was, you know, hundreds of years ago, the way life and communities were set up. Um, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a working mom, you still have just crazy stressors that are placed on you. And your interpretation of that and your response to that really determines your well-being. And if your well-being is not spot on or as good as it can possibly be, it does affect how you are as a parent and as a mother in particular. So for a lot of my moms, um, I know for myself, you know, even though I was working and I had this huge stress after I had Leo that I had to get back to work because I didn't have any employees. I didn't have anybody to take my clients. My buddies helped me out for a few months that I took off. I took two months off and they covered my clients for me, but then I had to jump back in and I had put all this pressure on myself. You know, I've got to keep my, my business still going. I've got to get back in. I stayed in pretty good shape, but you know, I wanted to get back in my conditioning shape. Um, you know, it was like, I was stressed. Joe travels for work. He was gone a lot. I had this baby. I didn't really know what to do. And was I, you know, a bad mom if I was working and had help for a few hours during the day, or was I a bad mom if I had to put him in daycare? You know, you go through all these like self-punishing thoughts. And um, for me, you know, I didn't learn about the mace toll of, of several years in. I wish I had had it earlier on because when I work with new moms, I look at them and I'm like, I know, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what you're feeling. I totally get it. It's not the end of the world, but you know, you don't want to see them become a victim to that stress. And it happens a lot. And then I think within the mom community that there's um, a lot of them turn to substances and they turn to alcohol and they turn to eating Mm -hmm. and they turn to other things to cope with this stress and this pressure. Um, That's partly why for me, whenever I see a woman on social media that I see just doing her best, right? I try and put her on my story or post about her or do something as a nod and a sign of acknowledgement. Like, I got you, girl. I know 
You yeah, know what oh, I mean? Yeah, that's you know what you're doing. Awesome. Yes. And yes. this isn't a competition. This is actually like a nod of just keep going because you probably need to hear that right now because you're not telling yourself that and no one else is probably telling you that. So I'm out here in Instagram world and I'm just going to tell you, keep going, <laughs> you know? No, that's why, that's why you're a special person. And that's why people speak really highly of you. And this is why, you know, like I've, I'm really enjoying this conversation. <laughs> you, you really look and, and care about other people, which I think more people need to kind of have high on their priority yeah. list. People are very self-centered and they're doing their thing and they want to do what they have to do to, uh, you know, get higher in their, right. whatever, whatever their goals are, selfish goals. And, you know, everyone's a little selfish. That's, that's part of right. being human. But, you know, we can't be disconnected. You know, we got to figure out ways to connect and and uh, grow, like I said, together. And, and that's that's what you that's what you yeah, are. It's awesome. Um, what are your. Yeah, absolutely. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on CBD? Do you use it regularly? So cannabidiol? I have used the glow product um, that uh, I know Isak had. I think it was the first person yeah. I'd heard about it from. And um I liked it. Like I felt very relaxed. I went to sleep. I mean, I have it. I, um, I think we talked about this maybe off offline at some point. I'm still trying to see all the research as to the efficacy of it. I know that people Mm -hmm. swear by it and I've had clients take different forms of it and are like, Oh no, it helps with my recovery. It helps with my sleep. I feel amazing. Um, I'm not someone, I think I've told you in the past, I don't drink. I don't smoke weed. I don't take any pills. Like I don't, there's no substances of anything coming into my body. So do you take supplements? (laughs) Did did you say that you don't take supplements? I I did try during, during the time that I was competing, I was following my, you know, coach's recommendation and I'm not against supplements, but I got to a point where I was like, I'm not sure if this is all having the effect it's supposed to be having, you know? And I found myself, I'm just being honest, um, developing a pretty heavy dose of skepticism um, about all of it. And so I just chose for myself to try coming off and seeing what happened and was surprised to find that it's been almost a year. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, that I haven't been taking any sort of supplement. And I mean like regular vitamins and stuff. And, um, I feel fine and it hasn't affected obviously any gains, you know, or yeah, getting, you're jacked. You're jacked. getting stronger sure. or anything like that. Um, I'm sure down the road at some point I'll have a physical and they'll say, maybe you need a little vitamin D or you need some, you know, and at that point I think I would find, you know, um, a high quality version of something, but the CBD, I, I, uh, I have it. I've used it. It, for me, it's helped me sleep. That's about the most effect I've felt. I've also heard that, um, you know, there's some question as to whether it really works when you don't have the THC mixed with it. But, um, again, Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge knowledge bank on this particular area. Um, I think it's very interesting. I get, you know, I, I, it's huge, right? It's growing in our industry. It clearly, clearly something's going on with it. Um, and people are feeling the effects of taking it and using it. And I think if you do, then go for it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, it's interesting, you know, something becomes extremely popular. People jump on it. They swear by it. You know, cannabis, uh, is a plant that, you know, 
are yes. affect people differently. You know, whether it's psychoactive or non-psychoactive, you know, there are people who benefit from the psychoactive properties of cannabis. And then there are people that don't feel like they are optimized at all. In fact, it's the complete opposite. So like, you know, it's a, it's a huge uh, individual thing. And, you know, as far as like young kids, I don't, I'm not sure that, you know, any, any developing brain should be under any sort of like substance at all. Just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> freaking good yes. quality nutrients, yeah. sleep and yeah. water. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, like get those That's things right. down first <laughs> and then figure out if like, if supplements are your thing. Now you don't even do like uh, a creatine or no. branched chain amino acid no. like before workout or anything? <laughs> I don't. I really... I, good for you. I mean, look, that, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't. And I'm not, just to be clear, I'm not against anything. I just, um, for myself, thought, I'm just curious. What do I function like at my pure baseline when I have zero coming in? And um, it's where I'm at. Now, I'm honest in saying, you know, who knows, as, as, you know, as you age, and I'm aging, right? We're all aging. And time goes on, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's going to be the need for something or I'll be deficient in something. I'm hoping once I get out of Chicago, you know, if my vitamin D is low now, it won't be when I'm in Texas. So Definitely not. If anything, you have to like take precaution to like protect yes, yourself yes. from too much. Sun. I, um, I, uh, but yeah, I don't, I, I was going to try, I am going to try at one point the jungle shot just because I love Mikey, <laughs> <That's> Mikey. <laughs> and I know that that man yeah. Um, does his homework and knows his, knows his science. For sure. And, you know, I've taken pre-workout when I was, you know, prepping for shows, pre-workout was part of it. And I, I felt great. I mean, I felt great on it. Right. I walk in the gym like, yeah, like, <laughs> so let's go. But, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just in a, I guess maybe I'm in just a, sort of a different place. I really, once I really got into steel mace and Viking Ninja, I just took everything out and was like, let's just see what we are a hundred percent naturally. So no, it's a good point. It's a good point. Like a lot of, you know, a lot of kids, they think, Oh, I got to take mass gainer. I got a mass gainer right away. It's like, no dummy, just freaking eat, man. Like eat like as you know, greens, eat, you know, your grains, your whatever, your meats, like eat and you'll freaking, you know, you'll gain weight. But like, um, I, you know, it eliminates the whole, like, look at you, you're, you're, you're strong as hell. You look great. Like you're mentally on point. Like you're taking care of all these clients and you're not taking any supplements. You know, a lot of kids and a lot of people think I had to take a a, a protein drink every time I'm done with the, with the gym, you know, like it doesn't work that way. I I don't, I haven't done that in years. I used to put my, I used to put my protein, one scoop of protein in my green shake. And I don't even, I don't even really much do that anymore. I just, you know, eat food. I I, I do fasting. Do you fast? What are your thoughts on fasting? Well, I, so here's, well, I'll tell you exactly what I do because people ask. I, um, so I, I work from six to two, basically. I don't eat until two or three in the afternoon. So um, when I get home from work, because I'm just going back to back to back. And then I have some, and it's always a protein and veggie and a small carb. And then about three hours later, I have a very similar meal and that's it. So there's a huge fasting time from say eight o'clock at night until three o'clock the next day. Right. Yeah. I do exactly that. I do exactly that, Lori. I am on your team. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, you know, I'll tell you, um, several years ago, I, I was talking to Isaac about this when he was here, um, for the white belt certification, I became familiar with something called the blue zones and Nat Geo does this whole, Nat Geo did this whole thing where they were studying the, the cultures and the communities 
that had the highest percentage of centenarians in their um, in their community. So the highest percentage of people that lived to be 100 or more. And they were able to break down, I think it's five or seven elements to their life. And I remember looking at it and it's things like they all are very physical, right? Um, they grow their own food or they have, they have some physical part in, in the making and growing of their own food. Um, they, let's see, what else do they do? They, um, have a belief in a higher power, whatever power that is. Um, they have time with family or loved ones. That is a time when they sit down together. They, so there's, there's all these different parts to their life, right. That has, mm -hmm. that they are attributing as to why these people live to be a hundred or, or even older. Um, and I thought, wow, I don't see protein shakes. <laughs> I don't see supplements. Right. I don't right. like, I'm like thinking through all modern day fitness trends and our culture and all the advice. And there wasn't a single thing that I saw in the blue zones list. That was what I see scrolling through Instagram every day. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. You got to take first form protein. If you don't take first form protein, you're not going to be as jacked and tan as me. I was like, no, I get it. Yeah. You're right. And I, I've listened to Ben Greenfield multiple times talk about these blue zones yeah. and yeah, it's very interesting, you know? And you know, lately I've been thinking about like eating for like your ancestry, mm -hmm. like where, where you came from, what, your DNA says that you're going to like maximize and optimize from that kind of food. You mm -hmm, know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's important um, in, you know, in taking care of yourself, helping clients to look at all these things. Mm -hmm. uh, something that, you know, going back to anatomy trains, they talk about body reading. Mm -hmm. How good are you at that? Like, is that something you practice at all? Um, not formally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just kind of like look, you know, observe in your yes. own, you know, lens and kind of, yes. you know, make adjustments as you go, huh? Yes. I'm very intuitive. Um, I think you've worked that long with somebody and I've worked side by side with physical therapists at different times in my career. So from them, I've learned a lot about injuries and different little tests you can do. And um, I tend to lean towards very much science-based or as structured a process as possible, but that definitely doesn't mean I'm not, you know, intuitive. And I think that, um, you know, when I'm working with somebody, you can, I mean, you can just look at them and you can see posturally what's, what's mm -hmm. going on. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm trying to think how I would explain how I, how much I apply anatomy trains. I mean, I don't go too into depth with it with my clients. Um, because I think it's quite complex and I think you can, it's, can be hard to articulate, but there's sure. no doubt in explaining to them that, you know, your right shoulder is tied to your left hip and this is why, you know, imagine this sling or imagine this, you know, a rubber band pulling like this and then yeah. starting to understand that one body part that they didn't even consider could be the source of their issue, Right if they're coming in with one. And that I think speaks to, um, you know, a lot of the fascial lines and the planes and the meridians that, um, Tom Meyer speaks about. Yeah. That's like probably as basic as you can break that down, yes. you know, yes. like you look at that, that structural line that goes from the shoulder down to the hip and then down the back leg and whatever. Yes. 
and like you can tell like those are related in somehow so like if you have a right shoulder pain oh let's fix it this left hip let's do something here we can strengthen that yeah. and then we'll see how we feel in a couple of weeks yeah. howard is really adamant about like once you like figure that yeah. out and you can see that in people yeah. he's like you that you can fix them in like one week two weeks if you can really like pay attention to those spots depending on how much you can kind of tell those you know those negative movement patterns it's really oh absolutely i mean like you look at the superficial back line right and yeah. You can put your fingers over somebody's eyebrows and push, right? And tell them that I'm affecting that superficial back line that goes all the way down to underneath their big toes. You know, yeah. it's just, um, it's crazy. So I, I try to, what we need to know as practitioners is one thing, but what we communicate, um, I try and keep it as simple as possible. And my, my, biggest takeaway that I want my clients to walk away with is just understanding that if they're feeling pain or if something's going on in their body, that it's not necessarily the source of it and that they need to understand that all these systems are, are interrelated, right? And affect mm -hmm. one another. And if, yeah, they, for if, sure. they, if they get that and they can buy into that, then I'm like, good. Now we have step one success, <laughs> you know? Well, that's, that's, dude, that's, I'm, again, I'm taking my notes here. That's, <laughs> I think that's uh, a quality of a great teacher, you know, to understand something extremely complex to a degree and knowing how to break it down in simple form. And, yeah. you know, only giving your clients like the, the, the key points to understand or your students, the key points to understand here and, mm -hmm. you know, so that they can understand it and grow, you mm -hmm. know, and, and communicate with them, you know, as effectively and efficiently as possible. It's mm -hmm. very interesting. So yeah, you bet, you bet your ass I'm writing those notes. Now. <laughs> um, uh, do you know, or have read, uh, any of the work of Paul check? Oh, long time ago. I mean, long, long time ago and not, not in a minute, but I'm familiar with him. Of course. <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, I just I've lately been reading and uh, listening to a lot of Paul Check, and I'm just really like fascinated with, you know, the way he looks at the human anatomy okay. and the way he goes about living a healthy lifestyle and holistic lifestyle approach and, and all that good stuff. I didn't know if you had it like we're I'll tell you super who, high on him or not. I'll tell you who I've been um I've been intrigued by is a man named Dr. Perry Nicholson. Um, Perry Nicholson. Yes, he um is. His Instagram is at Stop Chasing Pain, and he talks a lot about the fascial and nervous system and the lymphatic system. Um, and so I've been I've been just kind of reading and trying to learn a little bit more about you know what's going on um, in in his area and that area of research. Um, the the he he discusses in depth, the lymphatic system and how we actually can treat the lymphatic system in, um, in clients. Now I'm, I haven't gone into great depth with it. He's just somebody that's piqued my interest. Um, and I also find that some of the individuals that are exploring barefoot technology and barefoot science are, are onto some pretty interesting things as well. And I think honestly, if you delve dive, you know, deeper into, those individuals, what they're studying and what they're bringing, you know, to the table, you're going to find that it circles back to and connects to anyone else that you've you're you're following and you're reading, you know, um, anatomy trains or Paul Check, you know, it all yeah. it all sort of it, they all speak to each other, in my opinion. No, for sure. For sure. That's, that's an awesome point. Is there anybody else that you're really high on right now that's been in inspiring you or impacting you 
uh, to do the work that you do? I'd say, you know, it's funny. I, you, I go through these times of um, really looking out and gathering information and then coming in and processing it and practicing it. And the last year I've been in much more of a process and practice. And it's been taking in the Viking Ninja system. It's been taking in the steel mace, the clubs, the body weight, you know, and focused mm -hmm. on that and um, studying off on my own a little bit more about science and I mean, neuroscience and different systems like the vestibular system and things like that. So I've sort of been engrossed in that and not spending as much time. I'm just in a phase where I'm not out there as, as, as much as I will be again, you know, um, sure. it's just, it's kind of that ebb and flow of it. But like I said, just looking through, um, and my own experience, because I do train barefoot or I train in the Vibrams, reading a little bit more about the bare, uh, the barefoot science and understanding our nervous system with the feet and how that communicates with the brain. And then again, Dr. Nicholson's discussions around, you know, lymphatic health and fascial health has, has definitely been intriguing. That, yeah, that's awesome. You've, you've inspired me <laughs> a lot. I'm serious like that, you know, like I think about the, you know, working out barefoot. I mean, I work out with no shoes on, but I do have socks, mm -hmm. but there's got to be something to the whole, you know, barefoot into the ground, making connection to your mm -hmm. brain and the whole primal thing. And I, I mean, I, I do it outside when it's warm enough to get in the mm -hmm. grass. And then I, I do like to go barefoot. I think that's super mm -hmm. important. Um, you know, connects us, grounds us, makes us feel human again, gets us away from our technology and the technological world that yes. we're in. Uh, but yeah, man, it's all it's all super interesting. Lori, I want to respect your time. We've been talking for about an hour now okay. almost. And yeah, and uh, I just want to I, I want to thank you so much for your time and coming on the show and spitting this knowledge. It's I, it was exactly what I thought it was well, going to be. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Uh, you uh, considering me for your podcast. That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to have to do it again eventually. You know, I know you got a lot going on and I just want to wish you good luck with everything that's going on. I know that there's big things ahead for you for hundred percent. Thank you so much. Likewise. Likewise. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lori. And uh, we'll talk you soon. Okay. You too. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. -bye. That's the podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Lori Verda is the best. She's just so happy and inspiring. It was a great conversation. You know, she, she knows a lot about fitness and she's been around and she's had plenty of years of her own experience training and eating and sleeping and going through the struggles of building a business and, and making changes. You know, she's not afraid to do those types of things because she trusts and believes in herself, which is amazing. And I think people need to keep people like Lori in their inner circle because, you know, it just provides another perspective. It provides inspiration and motivation. And I think we need to do that. We need to keep positive people in our circle so that we could kind of optimize ourselves so that that can be a contagious effect. And this is the point of my podcast is to educate, is to uh, be a, a different uh, perspective shift in the way we look at things and uh, hopefully take some of these key points here and, and make them practical for your own life so that you can influence other people and, and the world goes round, you know? So that's it. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Check out my Instagram, Danny Cole Fitness. Well, you can connect there, slide in the DMs. Thank you to Action Coffee. Use promo code Danny at checkout. Get 12% off your order of Action Coffee. Amplified coffee. It's a MCT infused coffee. It's great in the French press. It's phenomenal. 
uh, organic, uh, Well Vibes Organic CBD. Again, uh, quality CBD here. And, um, you know, use promo code Danny at checkout. Get 20% off your order of Well Vibes Organic CBD. And uh, Formula Nootropics. Thank you to Formula Nootropics. A great way to start the day and just think on higher levels and get excited about the things that you're doing. Maybe come up with different ideas about getting out of the same life or the life that you're living. Changing things up, having the courage to uh, go out there and do something different and fail a few times and learn about yourself, learn about the world, learn about the different ways that we can go about enjoying these different things that the world has to offer and enhance the way we live, live optimally, live better, live and live and feel better. That's the podcast, everybody. Love doing this. Stay tuned. More to come. Peace.